Buzz's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. A bit of news here. There's a lot to get through. But first, I want to tell you about this little concoction I've just made. I've made a bit of dessert. Feeling a bit peckish tonight, but I'm going to keep it healthy. What I've done is I put cream, misashi protein powder, a bit of a bulking season for Big Les just before the footy season, and some berries. And I'll tell you what, it tastes grouse. It tastes absolutely grouse. But obviously, not the reason that we're on tonight. We're not here to talk about Musashi. Definitely not sponsored by Musashi. Don't have the viewing for it yet. However, we're going to get straight into the news and updates. It says here KP's dad has basically said that KP will not be leaving the Newcastle Knights. We don't know if that for sure is true, but apparently it is speculated and it has been reported by multiple sources that KP will not be leaving the Knights. And I get it. He's now the captain of the club. He's obviously got a- Andrew Johns there mentoring him as if he would want to leave that sort of environment. And I know this time next year, he could be with Wayne Bennett at the Dolphins with an awesome-looking squad so far. It is all up to KP. It'd be very interesting to see what he does, though. I honestly can't wait. I think for me, the pressure could get to him of being captain and he could stay with the club. But it's only for another year, so he could end up going to the Dolphins after that. He could either be at the Dolphins in 2023 or even 2024. It'll be very interesting to see what KP decides to do. Jake Granville, the Cowboys veteran, admits he's been training at Hooker this preseason. Jesus, I just made an acronym for preseason. The preseason. The preseason, ladies and gentlemen. Nah, it's the preseason. He's been training at Hooker for the preseason. He admits, though, that he could play pretty much any position in the back line. I think that this isn't a stretch whatsoever. We saw him play center. We've seen him play fullback. Some would say that he was the best fullback in the squad when he was playing there at one point. So very interesting from there from Jake Granville. Um, I can't wait to see what he ends up playing, where he ends up playing, sorry. Um, he is such a talented player. Still think he's got a lot of footy left in him as well. Dylan Brown, the Eels have reportedly turned their attention to re-signing the 5'8". He currently has the 2023 season in his favour as a player option at reportedly 700k. Is Dylan Brown worth 700k? think it might be a little bit of a stretch. I do like Dylan Brown. I think he's really talented. Is he worth 700K? Maybe 650, maybe even 600, 700K. There's a lot of that money that could be going somewhere else. And that is no disrespect to Dylan Brown. But 700K, that's big money for a 5'8". That's only been playing for you for two years. I would love to see Dylan Brown stay at the Parramatta Eels. I think he could stay for a little bit less, though. Don't Not really sure what he's on now, to be honest. He could be on similar money, but I think that maybe 600 to 650 is quite reasonable for Dylan Brown. 700, it just seems to me a little bit of a stretch. That's 50K or even 100K. You could be putting into re-signing one of your other stars. Kalen Ponga. Bit of more news on Kalen Ponga. The management of the Knights fullback has given the best indication he will re-sign with the club, saying he's dedicated to bringing the club a premiership and he loves working under Andrew Johns. See, I just I just said this, guys. I just said it. He loves working under Andrew Johns and I think it's going to be very hard for him to leave that club. As I said, though, 
2023 or 2024 when that player option's done, you could still see him go over to the Dolphins. It wouldn't surprise me at all. It is going to be very interesting to see what KP does. Wouldn't really be surprised either if he's a one-club man, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if he spends his whole career over at Newcastle, but it just depends on the dedication he's putting into that club, how much he loves that club. The management is saying that he's dedicated to winning a premiership. Don't think they're overstepping at all. It'd be very interesting to see what KP does over the next few days. I hope he stays at the club, and it'd be very interesting if he does end up going over to the Dolphins. If he does, it'd be a very stacked lineup. For me, though, if he's loyal, I think he'll probably will stay over at the Newcastle Knights. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Greg Inglis is looking to come out of retirement and play for Maxville as a captain coach. That's going to be very interesting. I think he's sort of in a role over there somewhere, but I'd love to see him rip and tear over there. That would be awesome. I can't wait to see what he does. I hope he does play a little bit of footy over there, to be honest. I think he's got a little bit left in him, Greg Inglis. Don't think he's really ready to retire yet. I know he's quite old, but look, I think he's still got one year in him, at least one year. I'd love to see him just run out one more time. I think everyone would just love to see him run out one more time in a South Sydney jersey for one last game and just tear, rip and tear. I think he's got a lot left in him. Speaking of South players coming out of retirement, we've got Sam Burgess here as well. It says here, the former Rabbitohs captain is reportedly set to return to rugby league for Aurora Valley. Don't know where the fuck that is and has asked Benji Marshall to play with him. Far out. I'd love to see those two rip and tear and run out there again onto that NRL field. Benji Marshall, he was just an absolute freak. But Sam Burgess, I reckon he's got a bit of footy left in him, the big fella, the big pommy. I'd love to see him come back in the South jersey for one more year, even if it is just one more year. I think South would really, really like that. Play a bit of front row, play a bit of back row. I mean, geez, I'd love to see Sam Burgess come back. He would be unreal. Sean Bloor. Sean Bloor, the Tigers have sadly confirmed that the young back row has suffered an ACL tear and will not play this season. In 2019, he suffered an ACL tear also. However, this one is the other knee. That is quite rough. I wish Sean Bloor all the best. I hope he comes back in 2023 and just absolutely kills it. I think this young bloke's got a lot of potential, and I honestly can't wait to see him come back in 2023. But as I said, wish him all the best in recovery and wish him all the best for 2022. Now, I just want to wish all the best to the New Zealand Warriors fans out there and the New Zealand Warriors who have sacrificed so much for this game. Their June return has been postponed. As I said, my condolences fully to the New Zealand community, to Tonga right now who is suffering, and especially, especially those New Zealand Warriors boys who, as I said, have sacrificed so much for this game. The whole club has relocated, sorry, a number of times, so wish wish them all the best. Hopefully, they can get back to New Zealand soon enough. I'd love to see some games in New Zealand in the next few months. It would be unreal. I think that they totally deserve it with all the sacrifices they've made during COVID and everything they've done for the game. I want to thank the New Zealand Warriors and wish them all the best, and hopefully, as I said, we can see some New Zealand games next season. Jared Croker, the Raiders centre, says he's underwent stem cell therapy on his knee and it was so painful he couldn't walk up the stairs, but admits medical retirement is not on his mind. He looks to see out next season, uh, the next three years of his deal. 
Now, I've got to admit, I do feel a little bit bad because I was giving him a bunch of rubbish, saying he looked a bit unfit and stuff like that, not knowing. And I don't think anyone really knew that he had that stem cell procedure. So, again, I want to wish Jared Croker all the best. And I want to hope that he comes into this season and just absolutely rips and tears and hopefully has a really good season because we love watching Jared Croker in great form. He's probably one of the best centers in the game in good form. Outstanding player. Really hope that he comes back in good nick. Speaking of the Canberra Raiders, the Dolphins are reportedly interested in signing Corey Hara Wiranoira. Very interesting one here from the Dolphins. They're going for a bit of an older squad. I will say that they are going for a bit of an older squad. Is that a bad thing? Not really. But when is it time to go for those younger blokes? That's the question I want to ask. When is it time to swap over and start targeting the younger blokes coming through? Because those are the guys you're trying to mentor. Now, look, I'm going to sit back. I'm not going to give Wayne Bennett any shit because Wayne Bennett knows what he's doing. When it comes to rebuilding clubs, he knows what he's doing. He helped out with Brisbane. I think that we can trust in Wayne to get the job done. Craig Bellamy admits he has seen some change in Cameron Munster. Jeez, I would love to see him in some great form in 2022. I think he definitely deserves it. He's off the drink now. There is a lot of potential here from Cameron Munster. He could have one of the best seasons we've seen from him in his career. He definitely has the potential too. Let's see if he can hone in on that. Come in prepared 2022. That is Cameron Munster's season for me. If he can play really, really well in some good form around a bunch of great players who some of them, it's their last season there. If he can play really, really well, maybe even get a premiership under his belt. Another one, should I say, I reckon it is going to be a huge year for the one and only Cameron Munster. Luke Keary is yet to return to contact training. This is per the NRL physio after his ACL injury, which was 10 months recovery. Also, Joseph Sawali is no guarantee to be fit for round one as he continues his recovery on his Liz Frank, Liz, Liz, Liz Frank, Liz Frank injury. It sounds like a couple. Liz Frank. By the way, happy Valentine's Day, if I haven't said it already. I'm recording this on Valentine's Day at night, so it will be out the day after Valentine's Day. But for those of you who I forgot to say it to or, you know, didn't have a Valentine on Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. Can't say I'm the same. Had my Valentine, had a good time, did some homework, as all couples do, but Happy Valentine's Day to everyone that I didn't say it to, um, which I didn't say it to any of you guys. So happy Valentine's Day. Hope you had a Valentine. If you didn't, that's all right. You can rip and tear next year. That's what I always say. No, I don't. But anyway, Luke Keary. That's a bit of a concern when James Tedesco had missed the first 12 weeks of preseason as well. Now Luke Keary hasn't returned yet to full contact training when the season's about to start. We've also got Joseph Suwali, who's lucky to be unfit. People keep telling me he's going to be in the starting lineup. If he's not fit after that injury, I can't see it happening. And I like Kevin Aguama's chances of starting. I think it was confirmed by the Roosters a few weeks ago that he was starting as well. So wouldn't be surprised if he gets the jumper, Kevin Aguama, whether that's on the wing, whether that's in the centers, whether you prefer your Paul Monorovskis on the wing or in the centers. doesn't really matter to me as long as Monorovskis in the side. They're going to have a goal kicker in there. So, look, it's going to be very interesting to see how the side shapes out, especially the back line. 
but I honestly cannot wait. I think the Roosters have a really stacked side this year. All the youngsters are blooded. You couldn't really ask for much more. Now, David Fafita has a rib cartilage injury after the All-Stars game the other night, which, by the way, was absolutely hectic. I absolutely loved it. Not sure what you guys thought about it, but I thought that a little biff doesn't go too far in NRL, and I think the fans love a bit of biff, a little bit of this and that, you know what I mean? Like a bit of a oofta noofta. Um, but yeah, no, that was just me being stupid, but love a bit of biff. Um, it went a bit too far, though, in my opinion. Didn't really like the way that Jordan Rapana sort of acted, but it is what it is. Love a bit of biff, a little bit of rivalry. Thought it was ripe. Thought Dylan Walker was quite fit. But that's not what we're here to talk about, guys. We're here to talk about the news. Educate y'all on the news. And the news is that David Fafita has a rib cartilage injury. But what I'm hurt, what I'm hearing, he will be all right for round one. And he could potentially be all right for the trial matches as well. Now, Richard Kenner, he has signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs on a trainer trial. He was at South Sydney, I think, in 2018, 2019. Then he went to Brisbane, ripped and teared, played a couple of, a few games really well for them. I thought a few games uh, filling in on the wing, I thought he played really well. Um, but he's coming back to South Sydney, coming back to rip and tear with the boys. Love this signing. I think it'll be a great depth signing for South Sydney. Canberra fullback slash winger Jordan Rapana will miss the first two weeks of the NRL season. And again, didn't really like the way he acted. Not surprised here he's getting suspended for the first two weeks. Don't doesn't I really don't know whether that counts for the trials, to be honest. Um, but yeah, the first two rounds of footy he will miss, which is quite unfortunate for him. Um, but yeah, two shoulder charges and a sin, and a sin bin. Kind of expecting it there, not going to lie. Nothing against Jordan Rapana. I just, you just don't really get away with that sort of stuff in today's game. Anyway, a bit more on the positive side of things. Looks like it's going to be announced in the next few days, but Helam Lukey has knocked a massive deal back from the Knights. He's denied a deal from the Knights to stay at the Cowboys for a few extra seasons, maybe a three-year deal extension. So really good stuff there. Securing the young guys, I think, is a really awesome back rower, and I honestly can't wait to see how he goes. Uh, Fafita has been cleared of a serious injury, but it's still sort of a rib cartilage sort of thing. Good stuff for David Fafita. Love to see him rip and tear. And speaking of David Fafita, the Broncos are screaming, a baby come back right now. They want David Fafita Back in their side. It says here, Fox Sports reports. How's that How's that for Fox Sports? Fox Sports reports. That just sounds so clean. Um, anyway, Fox Sports reports. The Broncos are absolutely desperate to lure the Titans back row back to their club. Despite Mal, uh, despite Mal Meninga, sorry, recently announcing the Titans are working on a new deal for him. Will he stay at the Titans? Will he go back to the Broncos? I think he stays at the Titans for me. Don't really see him going back to the Broncos. I honestly don't know why the Broncos let him go, to be honest. Emotional, damn it! And that is what the Broncos are feeling right now and will be feeling if they don't get their star, David Fafita, back in that side. Payne Haas, Fox Sports reports. Again, Fox Sports reports. Holy shit, that sounds so clean. Well, I don't know why I'm liking this so much. But anyway, Fox Sports reports that... Roosters are very interested in signing Broncos prop despite 
him recently telling the Coria Mail he is at the Broncos. Very interesting one here. I'm also hearing that Melbourne might stick their beak in there, and as they should. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with Payne Haas there. The Penrith Panthers, the club has reportedly opened negotiations to re-sign Brian Toto, Stefan Crichton, and Liam Martin. Very interesting one there. Didn't doubt this one for a second. I'd be trying to sign all those young guys. I think those guys would realistically be taking cheap money to stay over at the Penrith Panthers. I think they all really would want to stay together. But then again, you never know. Money talks to people. We'll see what happens. Josh Adokar, the Indigenous All-Stars captain, has compared the Indigenous All-Stars aim intensity to state of origin. I'm not going to lie to you. It was quite intense out there. And to be honest, I do think that's a fair call there from Josh Adokar. Ezra Mam says he's ready to go for the 2022 season if the coach needs him. I would love to see him rip and tear in the sixth jersey. After watching the start of that Brisbane game against Winner Manly, he just... He's just so majestic with the ball. And there was one play as well when the winner Manly halfback did a chip over the chop. Uh, chip over the chop. Jesus Christ. What am I saying? The ch- a chip over the top. Sorry. And Ezra Mam literally went from his 5-8 role to fullback since there was no fullback in there. Cleared up the ball. Gained another 20 meters. Like those efforts, those small little efforts, oh, I'd love to see him. I reckon he'd be at the perfect sort of match there. Adam Reynolds. Some would argue Tyson Gamble is as well. I reckon they'd both do a really good job. I'm hearing Tyson Gamble will play 14 though. And then a bit of breaking news to finish us off. Tom Starling, he has re-signed with the Canberra Raiders until the end of the 2024 season. Great signing there. Honestly thought it'd be a longer term deal to be honest. Maybe 2025, 2026. But it still is a great signing. Maybe they're just letting him sort of suss out the club. It is still three years. It's still a three-year deal. So um, can't wait to see Tom Starling, especially since Josh Hodson is going off to para the following uh, the year after this year, so next year. What am I talking about? Bit tired, boys, bit late. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to see Tom Starling rip and tear as starting number nine for the, the Raiders. I think that's the, the direction they're sort of going in, that fast-paced football I think Josh Hodgson would be more suited as, as a lock over in that side, whereas at the Eels, he'll be a great replacement for Reid Mahoney at Hooker. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all a rugby league experience. That was your news and updates. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Wait.